0: Hey, guys. Hello. So, it's been a while. It has been a long... It's been, like, what? Three months, probably, at least. It's probably been four since we recorded, three (laughs) since we released an episode, because it takes us forever to put them out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Look. We were on a hiatus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay and I just kind of realized we were not growing, you know, at the same rate. (laughs) And we just felt like maybe having a podcast together, it just kind of helped us to realize how much we don't really like each other. Yeah. I think maybe you heard it in that last one too. (sighs) Everything kind of came to a head.
1: Yeah. So this is actually going to be our very last episode and we're here to announce that we are splitting up. Yep. It's both in our relationship and on our podcast. I think
0: this was, they call a disengagement announcement. We are disengaging. And a divorce announcement. Yes. So. But
1: we haven't yet decided who gets the kids. I personally do not want them. Yeah. I think you should take them. They're kind of cramping my style.
0: She has a very, like, I don't give a shit about other people and their feelings style. I feel like. And I just feel like. I feel like I just can't love somebody like that anymore. That people are gonna be like they really just made fun of like divorce wow guys no look Lindsay's actually taking the kids
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's a real thing hope is actually no i can't take it that far with the jokes what, i don't know what were you gonna say hope is not sober
0: okay Lindsay. <laughs> just because i have a few drinks every day to get ready for work
1: no all jokes aside this weekend's Uh, we both have had so much alcohol
0: that (laughs)
1: now, today, for me at least, is a big detox day.
0: Yeah, coffee's really just the exact opposite of alcohol, you know. No drug, no stimulation. Yeah, no, it's
1: totally, totally, like, not gonna impact our mind. It's not a stimulant at all.
0: No, like, when I drink coffee, I feel really calm.
1: Do you feel at peace with nature, like you're supposed to this month? We'll get that into that. That wasn't my
0: horoscope, was it? That was just everyone's. That was just there like is a... a... a a general horoscope for everyone? Well, it was
1: due to like the
0: moon. Imagine the power... Of the person that writes that horoscope, you are telling every single person.
1: I see a glint what, in her eyes that I don't like.
0: <laughs> what they should be doing in their lives. Oh, oh. oh sorry. Oh my God. Wait, what time is it? Specials pickup Time to go get your kids from specials. <laughs> so
1: today's Labor Day and we, we have, don't have school. We're recording
0: this on a school day. Yeah.
1: Oh, we we got to go said. pick up our kids. Forget it. They don't need us. They can manage on their own. So all day our alarms have been going off that we have set for the school day. Yep. Um, but anyways, so much has happened since we last recorded that it's really not even funny.
0: I'm not I'm not laughing. <laughs> no, that was a cough. <laughs> um yeah, so much has happened. <laughs> Where do we want to start? Well So we probably recorded this during the summer. When... And we were in our old apartment. You were probably looking for a job.
1: I was looking for a job. We lived in our old apartment.
0: I was experiencing the summer of my job because I'm a mm-hmm. teacher. hmm And COVID was and still is happening. Yeah. No surprise there.
1: Yeah. So we moved into a new apartment. Yes. And we live with Hope's boyfriend, Harvey.
0: Really, Harvey lives with us, though. Yeah, it's me and Hope
1: real. share a room, and then he has his own room. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he really needs that space from us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor guy. Um, I got a job. I work at the same school as Hope, which has been the worst experience of my life.
0: I have talked to the principal. We are working out a way to sever ties with Lindsay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, can you make sure that there's a pension package for me? Is that only if you retire? What's my package if I get, I... like, fired? Severance. Severance. Go ahead and give me that severance pay.
0: Why are you sitting like that? Like okay? what? You look like my kids when I'm like that hurts. That's not you know when they sit. You just in see like my butt a, cheeks an M formation. and It's really not good for their legs. That's my legs like. are
1: against the wall. My butt cheeks are being clenched, and it looks yeah, so funny.
0: It does. Is that comfortable? Like a frog? No. That's the most British <laughs> thing to ask in the world. Is that, is that comfortable? comfortable?
1: Is that comfortable? So comfortable. No. Anyways, um,
0: this entire podcast is just us making not that funny, but really funny jokes. It's
1: funny to us about things
0: that aren't happening, right? But we wish were, right? Like, right. I like. I wish you didn't work with me.
1: <laughs> really? Because your three hundred dollar bonus said otherwise.
0: Oh, she's freaking out. Full <laughs> money amounts right now. Let's
1: go ahead and drop our social security numbers.
0: Mine is one, two, three more. <laughs> 9. Um, five, six, seven, eight, Hope nine. is
1: actually a.
0: I was the first person to get a social security number. You know that? <laughs> well, that's funny. Hope is because the. Because my social security is looking a lot more secure than yours. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know
1: this, but Hope is actually the PE coach at school.
0: <laughs> Why is that funny?
1: I don't know. It would be and, hilarious. Me, like,
0: walking around with a whistle. And, like, I like basketball shorts. I circle.
1: That's I'm not a circle. I'm wearing
0: my, like, one pair of athletic shorts mm-hmm.
1: today. No, Hope is a... What are you?
0: I'm a Taurus, <laughs> first and foremost.
1: Do we want to get into horoscopes? Because identify. we can do that. Let's, we can play let's that game. Let's finish our
0: little uh. Wel- welcome okay. to the... So...
1: Hope is a first grade teacher. I
0: am now a first grade teacher. I and think I I'm am... A risk. kinder. Yes, that are school loops. So Lindsay and I are both K one teachers. Mm-hmm. I'm just at the end of a loop. I'm in yeah. one and she's at the beginning of the loop in K. Yeah. So we're like kind of on the same team, but mm-hmm. we're also on smaller like teams with our and actual. We're also level. enemies
1: in real life. So it gets a little complicated.
0: Yeah, I mean I've only threatened lots of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe like once a day. Maybe, when we're driving together. Yeah, we
1: don't um, ever have a break from each other. I will say,
0: a lot of times, if I have to make a left-hand turn, I go a little slower, because <sighs> Lindsay's in the passenger seat, and I just want to scare her a little bit.
1: Nothing can and scare me. And I just go your me.
0: side, you know? Well, and Lindsay, well you know, like,
1: like I always say, if you're going to get into a wreck, please do it at the beginning of the day before we work, versus <laughs> after.
0: Lindsay really does not want to work with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, we so, well, I don't know, because I, like... So, <laughs> this new this new podcast, which is the same podcast. Oh, we haven't we even are... told him
1: what's going on.
0: <laughs> we are pregnant. <laughs> no, we're she not. She has pregnant. Sorry, I just you wouldn't understand. You, you don't watch Friday Night Lights like I do.
1: Yeah, she's very into it. So, I don't know when we decided this. But I and guess like
0: probably around when we both started working together, mm-hmm. you know the, the darkest parts of our life for sure. Yes, and they just continue. Yeah, you know,
1: um, a lot of drugs happening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't even
0: say our principal's name, principal. If you ever yeah, no. hear this, that's not. Oh, Shaq Hennessy? Well, unless you consider caffeine drugs, which it is, only mm-hmm. legal drugs here, like caffeine, whatever's in chocolate, cacao, alcohol.
1: But that's
0: an after school. For me, my
1: drug is flavor blasted goldfish.
0: My my choice of drugs. (laughs) My drug of choice is probably ramen
1: noodle soup. Ramen noodle soup. (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. I don't even know when it happened. When we started working, I think we just realized how much we had been talking to each other about teaching and Mm -hmm. stuff.
0: Like it's... Almost all the time,
1: and we like it. Like we like talking about it. Mm -hmm. It's not like we're those people that's like, we're at a party with coworkers and they're like, "Can we not talk about work for once?"
0: We're like, "Can we like talk about work? Why aren't we talking about work? (laughs) Why? What's going on? Are Are you mad at me? You know?
1: Yeah. So we were just like, "What if we shift our podcast into like an education podcast?
0: Do a little, a little three point turn? Yeah. Is that turning around?" Is that turning around, a three-point turn? Yeah. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Yep, a 180. Not a 360, as let's some not, have said before. Let's
1: not do a 360. And if you really have no interest in education, so sorry. So sorry. So sorry. But
0: we're going to be just as funny, right? Which is only like a two out of ten. But, but I think still. I think a two out of ten is pretty, like, teachers. There's someone out know? there who's
1: listening. it's
0: us it's us listening to the version before we end
1: do y'all know how hard it is to be like on a zoom meeting with your best friend and a bunch of other people you work with it's so hard to have to stay professional.
0: Mm-hmm. Sometimes
1: I'll, like, pin her video to my screen. I do the same th- Well, <laughs>
0: yeah, because, like, our school, a lot of times they do Google. Yeah. And on Google, it's much harder to, like...
1: You can't scroll over. Yeah,
0: you just see who they let you see, and that's it, which is really annoying. It's
1: annoying. It's so annoying. Because I just
0: like seeing everyone else and, like, what they're doing and mm-hmm. not listening to that person that's talking.
1: Well, you have to have something to do in a meeting, right? you know? Yeah. So, I mean, all jokes aside from earlier, I think so obviously we're both fairly fairly new teachers
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um I mean I have a lot of learning to do
0: oh yeah I mean I do
1: but like I definitely really love it like in the mornings we're not like sad that we have to go to school Mm -hmm. you know I don't
0: I'm excited to go see my kids
1: yeah I don't like particularly feel overwhelmed like I know a lot of people say your first year is the hardest and like Oh, yeah, it's hard, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel, like, so stressed that I want to, like, cry when I'm driving home. Which, if you do, that's okay. No, I've definitely felt that this year. (laughs) There's been times during the day... In which I've almost cried in front of my students, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry this afternoon, and then I'll get in the car, and I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm good.
0: Like, And I haven't really cried about stressful things. I've talked to you about why I, like, cried a few times this year, and Mm -hmm. it was just, like, a specific situation with a student that was just, like, hard for me to come to terms with. Yeah. But it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't stressful. I'm just really sensitive to, like... First and foremost making sure my kids feel like loved in a part of the classroom mm-hmm. and there was just a situation that was making that a lot harder oh. for a student. Yeah. And I was struggling a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Typical hope. I think and Pats, am I right?
1: There's oh yeah. There's a, a point in time where like you realize that yes, curriculum is very important, but like first and foremost, like there are children. And, like, they really do need to feel that sense of love and value. Like, when they come into school, like, why not take the extra time to, like, build the relationship with them? And Like, when they're leaving their house in the morning, they feel excited to go to school because they know they don't have to worry.
0: Mm -hmm. Versus,
1: like, they had a hard morning. Maybe their, like, home life isn't great. And then they have to go spend eight hours in a room with a bunch of people who don't really care about them.
0: Or, like... If they're... If they have something hard going on at home, they come to school and they feel like they don't get a break there either because mm-hmm. maybe they're the kid that gets called out a lot. Yep. And it's really hard. I will say, <laughs> as a teacher... It's hard it's, to not call out that kid. It's so hard because, like, it's... In some ways, easier, right? Sometimes it's easier to be the bad teacher. Yeah. Um, because it's faster. And it, problems go away a lot quicker, mm-hmm. but they stay for a lot longer. It's so not a good solution. your student who maybe can be very disruptive on the carpet... Calling them out by name might stop it every time, but it's never going to go away. Yeah. Versus like talking to them after carpet for like two minutes, which is really hard to work into Mm -hmm. your very cramped schedule. Oh yeah. Especially when you have several students
1: who are like very. When your entire class,
0: (laughs) yes, just and you know they're they're COVID kids. They've been Mm -hmm. deemed that they have they not had the socialization yeah. yeah
1: some of them are only children they're not used to being around other children
0: or like if they did at home learning right they could just turn their camera off and what could the teacher really do at that point nothing you couldn't really do much you just kind of had to let them go and be like all right but now in the classroom they can't just be mm-hmm. like i'm not doing this right now like they're there and, you and have there's to no find... telling
1: like you never know what someone's like parenting style really is, and so at home there could be no consequences. Mm-hmm. And So at school they have to learn that there is consequences at school, and it's not just you get to be all frilly, frilly nilly. Yeah, that's uh, you what can't we're sticking. Think
0: names on this.
1: <laughs> frilly nilly, get
0: on the carpet right now. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so. We already started it, but yeah. So we're we're just kind of turning this maybe into more of a teacher talk. Yeah. Still not safe for work. <laughs> yeah, no. As I'm pretty sure I've already said shit on this one. <gasps> um, wouldn't play <sighs> this one for your kids. Yeah, no. We are probably gonna come up with a new name. Uncommon thoughts just doesn't quite fit. It doesn't capture the yeah. Purpose. I think um, I how I have that. <laughs> Uncommon thoughts really fit like college. We could be, like, Dr.
1: Jean's woes or something.
0: <laughs> Dr. Jean's hoes. Like, I'm not even going to say the one that I jokingly came up with, because I can't have myself recorded saying those words. <laughs> but it's pretty funny, if you ask me. Mm. It wasn't spelled. It's not, the, it's, not, it's not that bad. But some people <laughs> just might get offended because they're, like, old school, and mm-hmm. that word means a lot more to them. God, like people are probably thinking it's, like, some racist thing. It's not.
1: It's just it's a word that really shouldn't be a bad word, but it just is. Yeah. We don't really know it's why. It's <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Market explicit. Sorry. Hurry. Yeah. Keep it out. Um, so, I think, like, especially, like, with us being really new teachers, we'll talk a lot about, like, what we're struggling with or what's helped us or, like, some, maybe some theories or things that we learned not too long ago in college and expand on them or, mm-hmm. like... I know we're both reading books right now about teaching and so pulling from the, like I'm reading Love and Logic.
0: Yep, I'm reading, reading
1: Troublemakers.
0: And that mm-hmm. has like turned my view of like behavior management mm-hmm. upside down. I think that's probably why I felt so chaotic and so like pulled in two directions about managing behaviors in my classroom is like we have what we learned at like UT. Yeah. We literally both went to UT, same program. Oh yeah. Just a few years apart. So and, like, what I them. learned there from a seemingly forward thinking school, which emphasis on the seemingly because yes. there's a lot of things at UT that are not good. Yeah. But they also were trying, I think, in the education field to really be forward thinking mm-hmm. um, and be much more accepting. Mm-hmm. But then, like, even there and then going to this book, I feel like I'm reading a book that's even, like, more to the left in teaching. And not it's in a bad hard way. too. But it's, it's just,
1: like. Sometimes their expectations are just, like, not ideal. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do that while you have to worry about like 17 other children
0: it's really hard yeah if you and had then, a teacher's
1: aid or something maybe
0: i know like our school literally tries their very best to cap our classrooms at 18 kids mm-hmm. and now i feel for the teachers and other classrooms with like 25 kindergartners. seriously age. like i don't seriously. even i, I don't know. know how
1: anyone handles
0: that because i'm like actually at 18 now like we finally have 18 in our class mm-hmm. and it feels like 18 more kids than when I had 12 kids.
1: It's a full house, man. It is. And our classrooms are a little bit small. Not that that's really a bad thing, but it can be... It can be cramped. Cramped. It, It really
0: forces us as one of our coworkers said, to be just the most creative people. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> you really have to sit and think like this. Most spaces in your classroom kind of have to be more than one space. Mm-hmm. Efficiency. Our, our big carpet is also just a full workspace when we're not doing carpet. If you want to work on the carpet during work time, that's fine. Because yeah. the tables just don't. Some kids just can't function with a kid sitting right next to them. And mm-hmm. that's totally understandable. Mm-hmm. But um.
1: So I hope it has to stay away from me most of the time.
0: Yeah, when Lindsay and I go to work meetings, I sit on, I tell my kids, I do, and it's not, it's almost true, okay? <laughs> I don't I don't think that lying to your kids is the best way to get them to learn, but sometimes. I told them, I was like, you know, when Ms. Zyler and I go to a work meeting, she's my best friend, and we usually don't sit next to each other because we'll talk the whole time. Mm-hmm. The lie there is sometimes we do sit next to each other, and we don't talk the whole time, but we do talk. <laughs> Look,
1: I blame myself I Hope has more self-control than I do, I but do. if I got to tell her something in that moment... I know, you just, like, I got can't you. not. <laughs> we used to do it in church all the time. We actually got in I, trouble we once. Did by
0: one of the other people at church, and my mom was so, like... Are you kidding me, you guys? Like, our longtime friend who goes to church with us just said he couldn't focus because you two were talking. And, like, me and Lindsay are, like, what, well, like, eight and ten? Yeah. And we were like, oh, ah. yeah.
1: Okay, whatever. We're going to go play. Sorry, Miss
0: Arlene. Sorry. So sorry, Miss Arlene. Uh, but what was he even saying? I don't know. You were
1: talking about your kids and how you lied to them. Yeah. Not All really, the but kind of.
0: No, I definitely. But I also talked to them about how, like, I was kind of bullied in elementary school, but. Little Hope didn't really think of it as bullying. I think when we were in elementary school, bullying hadn't quite become like something we talked about a lot. Yeah. I think middle school is where it really hit and we had like lessons about bullying. But oh, yeah. like kids used to call me Skyscraper in elementary school. She's tall. Because I was very tall. I'm not, I'm still tall, but I'm not as noticeably tall now compared to other people. Wait, was age. that you on Tall Girl? <laughs> you don't understand the struggle. <laughs> Of being six one. I wish I was six one. I say that, but maybe <laughs> me too. I do. Don't. Don't no, I
1: do. I just think it was so funny because it was like
0: She was also actually only like five eleven or something. No. She was like six foot, but she was supposed to be six two in the movie. And 6'2 is not, it's not that a big deal. Tall. make
1: her like six six. Right. If you really want. And then who's bullying someone who could squash him?
0: Hey man, I got bullied in school for being tall, and I was taller than the kids <laughs> bullying me. So when
1: you gotta show out and be like, oh yeah?
0: They also used to call me the bfg the big friendly giant i know and like i was just kind of like i don't really like that but okay but like they would call me then i'd be like i don't oh really feel the like BFG. that fits me and they would just call me at that. least they
1: didn't call you the bng
0: so i told them i said you know you can say things to your friends and they might not even tell you it hurts their feelings because they don't realize how it's hurting their feelings. Like you've got to be careful how you mm-hmm. refer to friends and how do you t- how you talk to them. And I guys. told them that I was like, guys, I'm being vulnerable with you. These little six year olds. Yeah. Vulnerable.
1: Seriously, teaching is so much of like, you have to start all the way at square one. There's times where you think you can skip a few corners. You cannot assume what they know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's where I skip fall short. A few corners. Mm-hmm. like cut
0: a few corners cutting
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I was just I was like I know what you mean but is that it
1: cutting a few corners I seriously have such a bad habit of like thinking that they're gonna know this even in terms of like explicitly explaining instructions to them
0: mm-hmm. you
1: really have to start it every single time until they and get you, it down you can
0: see it when they turn a piece of work and one kid you're like, that's not what I said, and then mm-hmm. nine kids also do it, and you're like, Oh, they just I just they didn't, didn't explain it right. Right, that's so my fault. Me. Even
1: like with the logistics of like, okay, when you're finished, do this, this, and this. Now I have You like, really
0: gotta have visuals. Oh yeah.
1: They help a lot. I have mm-hmm. a slideshow and it's like doing your work and then the turn in basket, and then you can play. And it really like it helps so much with we learned about like nonverbal cues you know you learn about that when you work with um english learners but it's really the best for every kid
0: like kids i mean humans just Mm -hmm. need visuals a lot of times to go with what you're saying the whole like i'm an auditory learner i'm a visual learner i'm a kinesthetic learner like we're all all of them Mm -hmm. and you might sway towards one but like no one i don't think most people wouldn't really pick up most information with just their main one like you just need all three yeah so I'm working on also putting visuals up in my room or like mm-hmm. my brother and his wife use some sign language with their kids um, just like to, you know, aid in their understanding of what they're saying to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like picking up some of it so that I can use it with my students, but also especially my ELs. Yeah. Who sometimes just look at me like, Miss Hawkins, what are you saying? And I'm like, that's right. I'm sorry. I yeah. totally didn't. I forgot that. You yeah. probably don't know what I'm saying. I have become, last year and when I worked in that dual language classroom I was very good about everything I said had a movement are you listening while I'm talking mm-hmm. are you thinking about what I'm saying like all those yep. things like touching mm-hmm. and then I kind of fell off of it when I moved out of the dual language classroom because a lot less of my kids were ELs yeah and then like it I it's was easy like, to fall out of that it cycle. was so easy to. and then now I'm getting back into it and I'm noticing it's already starting to help a lot of so my much kids.
1: better I printed like Non verbal cue cards, mm-hmm. and it's just like eyeballs looking, or a kid sitting, or like a mouth with a finger, like sh- you know, and it helps and it saves you too, it saves your voice a lot. Yep, I mean, the last two weeks we both come home and like not had a voice, mm-hmm. so it's and I'm it's not tough. like
0: screaming and shouting, I'm just like repeatedly saying, like Oh, have a seat, yeah, oh, have a seat. Yeah, oh, I'm not used to talking seat.
1: that much, and my class gets really loud. We're working on the noise level.
0: My class is also... But you have to try to talk
1: over them sometimes. I feel like I
0: really need to talk to someone about how do you, like, genuinely manage voice level because, like, noise meters don't work in my class. We've got, Mm -hmm. like, five kids who think it's fun to set it off. And then it's like, I'm not going to punish the whole class because five kids think it's fun. That's not true. Because you don't want to create that, like us and you thing where like the kids who are quieter like why are you the one doing like you don't mm-hmm. want to create that relationship mm-hmm. so and now I don't know what to do after that like I know one of our co-workers has like maybe they have like the lights that they turn on and if you're at level five they turn that light on and you're like supposed to see it and no I don't think my class would really vibe with that yeah
1: I think my kids would just not care <laughs> I think keep talking
0: the only thing I've been able to do is constantly remind them that and I got this from one of our counselors you might not mean to make someone feel uncomfortable with your noise level, but you're making people feel uncomfortable. How can you make them feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. And I remind my students of that at least three times a day. Because mm. some of them, when they get excited, they like shout. Oh, shout. yeah. It's not just like, woo. It's like, I won't do it into this microphone because it's going to hurt your ears. Yes. Even if Harvey lowered it. Yes. And then other kids will cover their ears. Yep. And I'm like, oh, stop and think about did you make other people feel comfortable with that celebration? Yeah. And then you have to like go above that and be like, how can we celebrate quietly or appropriately? Mm -hmm. And it's just like.
1: And all the while you have to keep their attention.
0: And you have to like literally teach everything.
1: (laughs) Everything. And the hard part is the ones you really want to hear it are usually the ones who are like off in space during that time. And it's like, you need to hear this the most. You need to hear and Yeah, it's.
0: It's a challenge. I love it, though. I mean, it's been great so far. I get, like, excited to go back to school on Mondays. Like, I don't get me wrong. I enjoy my free time, mm-hmm. and I wish we had more of it. But, like, when Monday morning comes around, I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to see my kids, yeah. try again today, see mm-hmm. what we can do better. That's right. I just
1: feel like I'm obsessed with, like, trying to get better about things. And, like, I love watching YouTube videos from other teachers. Mm-hmm. Some YouTube videos suck.
0: I know that. When you were watching, I was like, wait.
1: Yeah. No, it's don't like, public shame. behavior charts. Yeah, I was like, Green, what? red,
0: orange. You're in the green, you're in the red, you're in the orange. Mm-hmm. So if you're a teacher right and you're listening, that is public shaming. Yes. If you do it and you didn't realize, like, hey, I get it. I feel like a few years ago, maybe I thought those were actually okay to do. Yeah. Me. And then you sit and you think, like, how would it feel for – 18 plus kids to know that you're in trouble with the teacher Mm -hmm. and that you're below all them. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't feel good, so don't do that.
1: If you don't really know what we're talking about, we're referring to, like, color charts Mm -hmm. in which if a kid is, like, misbehaving, their clip will get moved to, like, the red.
0: In front of, like, everyone. In
1: front of everyone. Or, like, writing a
0: kid's name on the board because they're in trouble.
1: Yeah. So something that we're working on with, like, more of our, like, challenging friends in class is like personal behavior charts Mm -hmm. and you just talk to it with your kids one-on-one and you say hey this is our goal that we're gonna do um if we get a certain amount of like stamps or stickers for when we are behaving like to reach our goal then we can have a few minutes to like do an activity that you want to do
0: yeah and you like you put them in charge of it Mm -hmm. when and they like
1: taking that Uh, accountability and Mm -hmm. agency so
0: like I had a student last year I did it with and he just like you could see in his face he could he could like understand like I'm growing Mm -hmm. I'm getting better at using nice words with my friends and this year I think he's like fine like he doesn't even use a behavior chart yeah some kids just need
1: help they don't they're not trying to be vicious no but it's just like a major reaction
0: with some kids like a kid says something to them and their their next reaction is like how can i be more mean to get it to stop yeah
1: i I can push you i can Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. they just want it to stop and they don't they haven't learned yet that what they're doing isn't appropriate or that it's hurting someone
1: yeah um or like they're really little and they're not yet at the point where they're thinking about how others are feeling. Because mm-hmm. as we know, little kids are very egotistical.
0: Mm-hmm. Very egocentric.
1: Yes. And so, is egotistical a word? Egotistic?
0: Yes. Egotis- I'm pretty sure egotistical is a word. Okay. I've definitely heard it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so it's a lot of, like, SEL, social and emotional learning in our classrooms.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of building character, building relationships, and that can look like, let's read this book. Like, how full is your bucket? And then we're gonna, afterwards, we're gonna talk about, like, what are some bucket fillers? What is something that can maybe empty your bucket? Mm -hmm. And so that, that type of lingo is something that, like, kids really pick up on, and it it translates into, like, their um, everyday verbiage. And, like, we use it every single day. My kids would be, like, that really makes my bucket feel low and mm-hmm. we have a talk and we're like how can we help each other fill our buckets back up by the end of the day
0: need to read that book in my class it's
1: such a good book we read it twice <laughs> we read with our counselor
0: um a few years ago and it's so just, good she had, like a great activity too because i feel like i have a bad habit of just saying that's not what you're supposed to be doing and i'll say what can you do But then it's like, how helpful is that if you haven't gone over what they can do? Exactly. Because like, no, I'm not going to pause every time and be like, oh, let's list all the things we can do to fill a bucket. Mm -hmm. But if we spend, you know, once a week coming up with ideas to fill buckets, then I can't stop and say, remember what we talked about. Mm -hmm. Um, Because yeah, some of mine just like very unintentionally hurt others' feelings. Mm -hmm. And it's not, yeah, like it's not intentional. Like, I don't like you and you're not my friend. It's just like saying things like, I don't think that looks very good. And just being like, did you have to say that to your friend? Like, yeah. you could just walk away. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's definitely, like, a learned, acquired taste for them. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, and then, like, a lot of the stuff I feel like could translate into, like, parenting. Mm-hmm. And I do not have kids of my own. I do not consider myself a good parent because I'm not a parent. Um, but, like, a lot of these things I feel like would make the world a better place if they were practiced everywhere, at home, yeah. at school at yeah. extracurriculars, with friends, at mm-hmm. a friend's house.
1: You can start them early in the classroom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, Hope is already, like, not not just randomly, but, like, just due to, like, and it's more lighthearted stuff happening in her class, but, like, talking about consent and harassment with her students.
0: I did. I explained to my kids what consent was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, at, a, like, a developmentally appropriate
1: so. So that is, like, a lot of hugging, like, In my Mm -hmm. classroom especially, a lot of hugging without asking other kids first. And you really have to explain that maybe they don't want to be hugged. You need Mm -hmm. to ask them first and see, like, and modeling it with them every day. Like, when they come in, would you like a hug today? Yeah,
0: I never, obviously never make my kids hug me or high-five me. I go, do you want one? And they can always say, no thanks. Yeah. I mean, we have the right to participate or the right to pass in our classroom Mm -hmm. within reason. Like, you're not going to be like, I don't want to do this work today. But, like, if we're sharing about a time you're upset, which is very... You know, that's a very vulnerable thing for kids to talk about. I don't know what that was. Um, I don't either. Thunder <laughs> Being like you don't have to share that if that's not something you're comfortable talking about. And that's that really teaches kids that there's value in their voice because they can take it away. Yeah. And it's valuable that you don't have to speak. Yeah. That's like enough I feel like You can see the value in your voice by being able to speak or choosing not to. Yep. Which I feel like maybe was not taught when we were kids. Mm -mm. I feel like there was very much... It was looked down upon to not want to talk.
1: Yeah, and I never wanted to as a kid. Neither did I. And I have kids now who... The first week of school, they were, like, just completely, like, nonverbal. And now when we have circle time, like, one of them, he always throws his hand up and is ready to share. And it makes me... I always tell his mom because she's Mm -hmm. so worried about him. I'm like, hey... He's doing great. Yeah. He loves to share. Like, another thing that's a struggle is teaching your students how to listen when their friends are sharing in class. <laughs> they just all want to talk, and it's like, but how do you feel when someone talks while you're trying to talk? Yep. And so it's, it's a challenge at this age with the egos and me, 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 and how am I doing? Pick me. Yeah. So it's funny, though. It's very nice to see the progress. And we're a month in, and there's already been a lot of progress that's um, been made.
0: In our class, my class struggles with talking over me, Mm -hmm. and I'm not a loud person. I've shouted a few times, not, like, angrily at them, but just being like, Hello! Yeah,
1: like, they need to hear (laughs) me. Hello,
0: guys! Mm -hmm. And, like, it just doesn't work, and I'm not going to keep, like, shouting my attention givers just for them to hear. Like, I'd rather them do something else. So, one thing that we tried was we sat at Circle, and I said, I'm going to tell you something really important. And if you can repeat it back to me when we're done with this experiment, then, like, we'll get to do free centers. And the experiment was, Miss Hawkins is going to tell you something important, but you have to talk to a friend while she says it. And they realized at the end of it that none of them heard what I said because they were talking over me. Yeah. And I said, this happens every day, guys. I said, and that's why we don't get literally time to do certain things. It's because I'm having to explain it more than once. And after that, like they already started like being mindful of, oh, I hear Ms. Hawkins. If Mm -hmm. I'm talking, I can't hear her. Mm -hmm. Because like an emphasis in my room isn't you have to turn your voice off because you're listening to me. It's you can't hear me when you're talking. Yeah. And I've had to talk to my kids about I'm not concerned with you turning your voice off. I'm Mm -hmm. concerned with you attentively listening. listening, yeah.
1: And that has been fun. We really struggle with being very loud when the announcements come on. And I'm like, I need to hear in case there's, like, an emergency
0: or something.
1: Mm-hmm. So we really need to work on. When you hear that,
0: freeze. Yeah. Freeze. yeah. I don't Like, make it a game. Like, how fast can you freeze? Because mm-hmm. the same thing when I do my little, like, doorbell chime. I'm like, oh, you're supposed to freeze.
1: I have some who like to be loud on purpose after. And it's like, oh, you.
0: You <laughs> oh, little stinker.
1: <laughs> 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 mhm. Uh,
0: kids yeah. are cute. Yeah.
1: So, anyways, we'll just – we'll really just be talking, like, a lot about – teaching and Mm -hmm. what we could do better as teachers you know a lot of the times it's not that you have quote-unquote bad students we don't like to call our students bad but maybe it's that you need to change something with your own teaching
0: yep already i've already done that so many times this year i've been like wait Mm -hmm. i'm expecting you to do something that makes no sense yeah and now that you're not doing it i'm realizing it's not you it's me Mm -hmm. i'm the one that needs to change what i'm doing what can
1: i do to make it better and like i just feel like we're so lucky to be at the school we're at because we have such a, like, supportive admin and Mm -hmm. they are really, like, on the front lines every day. Like, they're out doing, like, the hard work. They're not just, like, sitting in their offices all cozy and, like, unavailable. You know, they're, like, out there. Mm -hmm. And so it is nice, especially as a new teacher, to have so much support and, like, teachers who are willing to, like, help you out and be like, oh, well, this is what I do. This is what's works for me. Yeah feel like I would be dead without that. Like, it's yeah. been so nice. It's a very
0: collaborative school mm-hmm. amongst teams, across teams, and then mm-hmm. just, like, across the staff in general. Even, mm-hmm. like, up, in t- up into middle and high school, like, there's a little bit of collaboration there, too. But, um, yeah, they're very supportive of, like, new teachers. Because uh, we grew a lot this year, like, doubled oh, yeah. in a lot of places. And so we're going from having four first grade teachers to eight first grade teachers yeah. and like that's just a lot it is a lot yeah I feel like I'm fortunate that I was in like an odd place last year where I was like I was like a half teacher yeah I was like a teacher getting paid like a teacher but I was working with another teacher and so I got to have a much more smooth transition into my first year yeah where like I got to see how a classroom runs when you're not just a student teacher yeah which is a lot of things you can't do as a student teacher. Oh, yeah. Um, it's totally that different. That makes a difference. Like, even just the responsibility of taking attendance is just, like, mm-hmm. a stressful. hmm Like, oh, I got to take attendance so I don't get my ass kicked. <laughs> yep, yeah, because you will. It's a very big deal. It is. Um, but, yeah. It's been a good start. We've been mm-hmm. gone for a while. And we apologize. We've we... been very
1: busy. When we first started... Oh, I do not started... apologize.
0: I needed that time
1: Okay, I apologize. When we first started, like, our training and stuff for work, we were also moving apartments, which was yeah. such a hectic time. Moving
0: apartments and moving into a new school. Like, a, yeah. a new school. Not just, Brand, like, my like new classroom that's mine. Moving. Like, everyone was moving into a new school. Yes, it was a lot at so, once. So, it was a lot. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed just having a summer where i didn't do much until the very end yeah that was just kind of a relief to not have anything i had to really do yes How did i didn't get ready for this school year
1: um should i ask those questions sure Never yeah no i one? mean
0: this is definitely gonna center on teaching but by no means will only be about teaching yeah uh because yeah. i just can't we focus can't on anything there's a ever. lot of tangents. teaching does not help right no like, sometimes I swear we'll have conversations in the car that, like, have no no connection to each other, and yet we somehow get from one topic to another. We can't finish a conversation. No one no one else around us understands, and they already didn't. But now it's about teaching. It's
1: just worse, yeah. We have so... more ammo against everyone else. <laughs> I know,
0: they're like, what are, you, what, are you what, are, what are you talking about? Trauma-informed teaching? What, what's TPR? Which, Band-Aids, man. If mm-hmm. your kid asks for a Band-Aid, Just give them a (laughs) Band-Aid. Unless you don't have a Band-Aid. And be like, I'm really sorry we don't have one, but... Acknowledge their pain. Acknowledge... Because they're little. Yeah. They need to know that you care about them. Mm -hmm. And that's a
1: very easy way to show them that you care.
0: Because at the beginning of the year, if a kid came up to me and they were like, I have a cut, but it wasn't bleeding, I'm like, oh, it's not bleeding, go sit down. Yeah. And then just like a random video I saw on Instagram was talking about like trauma-informed parenting... Not not super different from teaching, just, like, more intense because you're the parent. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, why denying your child a Band-Aid when they get hurt is, like, creating traumas for them. Because then you're, like, telling them the pain you feel is, like, not valid. Yeah. It's not valid to me. You're not feeling enough pain to get something. Yeah. Which is, like, really weird and messed up. And it was, like, if your kid asks for a Band-Aid, be like... I can see that you're hurt, and I'm sorry. I know that, like, there's pain involved. And so, like, mm-hmm. here, if you need a Band-Aid. So now when my kids come up to me, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I can see you're hurt. Like, do you mm-hmm. want a Band-Aid? And they'll be like, yeah. And then, like, that's it. That's all mm-hmm. you have to do versus, like, if you're like, oh, it's not bleeding, go sit down. Then they come back up to you, and they're like, it really hurts them. And you're like, yeah, but it's not bleeding, so go yeah. sit.
1: It's a- Teaching has been a lot of, like, acknowledging how – your student is feeling like, oh, I can see that you're sad. I can see that you're angry. Mm-hmm. I can see that you're hurt. And, like, I feel like that's so big, really, for everyone, but especially a child, to have – to be acknowledged in that way and, like, to feel seen mm-hmm. versus, like, I know it's really easy to just be like, no, you're okay, go sit down. Like, I'm definitely guilty of that. Yeah. So it's been, like, a newer approach for me, too, to just be like, I can see that you're sad. Or, like, in my class – um, I have, you know, they're five, and so there's a lot of big emotions and a lot of anger sometimes. And I can, I'll be like, oh, I can see that you're, like, angry. Would you like a hug? Because, like, sometimes I'm like, no, you're fine. You're okay. Like, you need to sit down. Like, you need to stop doing this. But, like, oh, like, do you want a hug? I can see that you're mad. And they'll always be like, yes. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can tell that it, like, helps them. Mm -hmm. They just, they can't regulate their little bodies yet. Yeah, like,
0: they don't know yet. Even if you teach them, like it, it takes a long time to regulate. Like as an adult, it took me a long time to like regulate my like my anxiety. Oh yeah. And like now I'm fine about it, but yeah. like if we started being at this age,
1: kid. if we started at this age, I think as adults they'll be much more equipped to handle mm-hmm. so many situations in life.
0: Yeah, and like then you have those people that are like you're just babying kids. You're not, you know, they need to toughen up. Like it's called resiliency, and that is being tough. Yeah. <laughs> Like, if you acknowledge their feelings, then they know they're valid, then they know how to handle them. But if you mm-hmm. never acknowledge them, they don't feel like they're valid, and then they feel really confused when they have those and feelings. And
1: things bottle up, and that's why some adults are, they don't handle things how they should, because mm-hmm. they were never taught that.
0: And they were never given a band-aid.
1: They were never given a band-aid. Shame. Yep. Okay, so, I got this app called The Pattern. Shout out to my friend Joshua. Oh, He's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've don't heard look of that it. One up, Mom. <laughs> um it's like a horoscope app and so today is a new moon. September 6th through September 8th will be new moons.
0: Is it a- 40 minutes?
1: Wow. So today's today the moon is in the part of the sky known as Virgo. Um apparently I've been recommended by Mastercard stop emailing me while I'm recording podcast don't they know don't they know
0: come on mastercard we know you're (sighs) listening
1: so symbolically the new moon represents a kind of blank slate and a fresh start for each month it's important to approach these few days with conscious attention because they will influence the rest of the month for you so i'm gonna skip ahead to before i get to some questions um they say that this time this is like an important time to set your intentions to connect with your sacred purpose or what feels the most meaningful for you, I know, to spend your time on. It can be help it can be helpful to be in nature because aligning yourself with its rhythms and cycles can help you tune into the patterns of your own purpose. Which I know to a lot of people that might sound like hippie, dippy, weird. I love that. I love the idea of, like, aligning yourself with nature.
0: Lindsay is, in fact, very hippy-dippy weird.
1: I am um, a tree. W- what was
0: it, willy-nilly?
1: Willy-nilly. Willy no hmm <laughs> So ask yourself some of these questions. Is my work sacred to me? Am I doing what I was born to do? How do you feel about that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I told Lindsay to ask these. I don't know why because they're very deep, hard-hitting questions. Mm-hmm. Um, is my work meaningful to me?
1: Is it sacred to you? Is it
0: sacred? Oh, that's such an interesting way Do You have to that. go
1: back and, like, define sacred. sacred. Like, what does sacred mean to you?
0: Like, its own thing in your life that is, like, respected by you? Like, is that kind of what sacred means? Sacred, yeah, I would
1: say, like... Special. Very special. Like, I always think of it, for some reason, like, in a religious way. hmm Like, just the word sacred. Like, oh, it's sacred. It's, like... Untouchable. It's it's everything. Like I don't know. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna look up the definition would you like a of why. <laughs> I
0: I Give mean me I would why. say yes. Well, and it's also because I feel like I my primary work is teaching, but I also do creative stuff on the side. Um, not as large part of my income, but just as sacred to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I would say yeah. I mean teaching. I think people who go into teaching knowing it's what they want to do and feeling like they belong there, it's very sacred because Lindsay's give me the middle finger right now. I know.
1: So, one definition I saw is that it's entitled to reverence and respect. Yeah. Sacred. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Go on. I definitely respect what my job is to me like it's somewhere where I'm always learning. Yes, always pushing Um, Which I think, I'm sure you see at a lot of jobs. Oh, yeah. Like, you're always learning. Um, But I feel like, especially in teaching, it's, like, so much Mm self-reflection. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, when I worked at Old Navy, I wasn't really reflecting about uh, how I hung up clothes that day.
1: Especially because a lot of your actions in our field have an immediate, immediate impact. impact on other people. Yeah. And those are people who are still, like, really, really developing, like, mentally Mm -hmm. and you have to be very intentional about how you do it. And
0: so, like, I feel like I really try to think about every day, like, what are my kids gaining from what we're doing in class? Mm -hmm. Because, like, obviously academics are important. Don't get me wrong. Like, kids need to learn that stuff at the very least just to form – habits of critical thinking in their mind even Mm -hmm. if they don't understand exactly what you're teaching just to start those habits but like
1: exposure to like concepts and stuff is really just you know it's
0: helpful Mm -hmm. and like i don't it's just there's so much you do as a teacher (laughs) teachers are a lot of things okay so you you are are basically a very 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 inexperienced school nurse Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kudos to our school nurse because I can't imagine doing her job. She's amazing. We are like babysitters. We are like babysitters. It's not a glorified babysitting job, mm-hmm. but you are in charge of a child, basically a baby, yeah. for eight plus hours a day. You're doing a lot of what a babysitter does, making yeah. sure they eat, yeah. making sure that they have, you know,
1: friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, You're also like very, very, very inexperienced and unqualified counselors. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The amount of like
0: emotional, uh, like, uh, what's even the word? Emotional toll that teaching takes on you, regardless of what age you teach, because every Mm -hmm. child at every age is going through something. Oh, yeah. um, Big or small. You're just kind of like expected to be able to at least hear that um and figure out what to do next because sometimes Mm -hmm. you know this goes to the counselor this is something that counselor needs to talk to you about because that's literally what they went to school for they're way more qualified than me yeah then some things you're like this doesn't need to go to the counselor but this isn't something where i can be like thanks for telling me bye yeah and then i have to play this like middle ground of like i need to talk to you about this i need to make sure what i'm saying is like right Mm -hmm. because you are potentially like instilling a moral in a child. Oh, yeah. Without realizing it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or, like, teaching them something about themselves and their value without realizing it.
1: And every moment is really teachable, so Mm -hmm. take that with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah. But, and then, like, something I've really had to think about now is I keep, like, reminding my kids, I'm your teacher this year, but I'm not your teacher next year. So this is why I ask you to try new things Mm -hmm. that maybe we don't do every day, because maybe your teacher next year will do it. Like, I don't make my kids sit crisscross on the carpet. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I'm fighting a losing battle if I oh, yeah. do that. No,
1: we have the option to sit crisscross or mermaid.
0: Mainly because I, under-
1: I cannot sit crisscross I know. I,
0: I don't even sit in my teacher chair anymore. I just sit on the floor with them. I do, too. And um, I was like, well, I don't sit crisscross the whole time. Sometimes I can't because I'm wearing a dress and I need mm-hmm. to sit, like, mermaid style.
1: Yep, but I would love to let them put their legs out, but we don't have enough space for that, so.
0: I know. Ours if you sit on the very outside of the carpet, you're allowed to scoot back and put your legs out. Uh-huh. But some kids who sit in the center of the carpet really can't. And it's yeah. like, oh, Well, now there's like an equity issue here. Okay? Like, well, yeah. you're allowed to sit how you are and start the bag. Blah, blah, blah. But anyways, uh, yeah, to answer your question, yes, my job is sacred to me. <laughs> I really see it as, like something i've always wanted to do agreed um even if it's not where i end up for the rest of my life mm-hmm. it will always be a large part of like working with kids will always be i think something i'm gonna go back to yeah like if our podcast really took off one day you know i'd be using that money to like fund my own charter school like oh, yeah. it would not end up like i enjoyed my three years teaching because. bye guys mm-hmm But also, I I don't think teaching is necessarily a job that most people could do until they retire no breaks. Yeah. Especially the elementary grades. Because it's so much. And to the people who do
1: and who, like, don't experience burnout and just, like, come in every day with a great attitude. Please come talk to me. (laughs) Seriously, like, you're amazing. Like, thank God that, like, some kids are lucky to have you as their teachers. Because, like, Miss May, who I like to watch on YouTube... She just, like, has the most beautiful attitude about teaching, and she's so – she's been teaching for a while, and she doesn't Mm -hmm. seem to be burnt out.
0: Yeah, I mean, Harvey's mom's been teaching for a long time. She also took off a while to, like, have kids and raise a family, and I feel like that little bit of time in between is probably really helpful, too. Mm -hmm. But then, like, you probably also – if it is somewhere where you feel like you belong, you probably just get more comfortable in it every year. yeah. Because, um, like, I could definitely see myself teaching for, like, the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, like, stuck on it. I'm I'm not the kind of person that can sit at one thing for a long time. Oh, I feel that. In terms of jobs, in terms of cleaning, in terms of homework. <laughs> I don't know, man. All those things I just can't do. The really other sit. night you were going hard cleaning. I know, but, like, I don't sit and clean one thing. Oh. I start, and then I do something else, and then I come back yeah, and like finish, and then do I start the something else. Because, yeah. like, I can't just sit... And like clean some one thing for like an hour. I need to clean nine things halfway and then spend the second hour (laughs) finishing. That's how you
1: that's how your attention span stays intact.
0: Mm-hmm. it's probably why I get along so well with kinder and first I kid. was gonna say because I'm like we only work on an activity for 20 minutes and I'm like let's do something different your mm. brain's probably bored <laughs> they, you know when they can't handle it anymore and it's time to switch it up you can like literally see in their bodies they just like wiggle in a very certain way they can't way like, it's oh, so, let's so let's funny they look like little up. worms they know, cannot so, like and they, some of mm-hmm. them try so hard and they're just like this on the carpet and you're like yeah. let's
1: stand up you know when like your really still ones start to move around a lot you're like okay it's yeah. okay oh. Shoot. It's time yeah. for a Go Noodle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go Noodle. Thank you for saving my life. Um, okay. Are you in alignment with
0: nature and the earth? Like what? Like, yes, no, scale of one to ten? Like, do you feel like you are?
1: Yes or no? No. No.
0: But I, I don't feel know like... if I'd ever feel like I was.
1: Right. I feel like that's a hard thing to. Put on, like, a scale,
0: mm-hmm. okay, like, th- or
1: to, to like quantify as like a yes or no, I think answer. it'd be easier for
0: me to do like a one through ten.
1: Okay, one through ten,
0: ten being like, Yes, yeah, I am one with nature. Yeah, I think I'm like a seven, but I also, my uh. My view of the one through ten scale is very skewed because a seven for me is probably really a five oh my God. on a one through ten scale. Mm-hmm. But the way it always works is most people find seven to be average, even though five should be the average. Oh, see, so yeah,
1: yeah, I was thinking seven's very high.
0: See, I, I think seven's kind of low. Oh, really? But I think in my mind, God, want to dive got, into some statistics. Are you one of the
1: people who does not think a one to ten scale is necessary in are your you family? Kidding. Haven't y'all talked about how like one to ten is too much and like a one through five is better? Harvey
0: likes one through five. Oh. <laughs> and I understand where he comes from, but I like to just poke fun at him because it's funny. Because I'm like, you gave it a three out of five, guys. That's a six out of ten. He's like, no, that's not it. Oh my but God. I understand what he means because, like, in my mind, there is a significant difference. There's a bigger difference between a seven and an eight than a six and a seven. It is not an even interval between those numbers for me. Mm. The closer you get to ten, the bigger the gaps are between those numbers. Oh, interesting. And I know no one else thinks that way. Yeah, I've never. And so when I of give you way. an answer on one to ten, it doesn't mean the same thing to me as it does to you. That's interesting. <laughs> very so like a seven to me is probably more like an equivalent to like a five on your scale. Okay. Does that make any? So I like I'm only like, mm-hmm. halfway there, but I'm also twenty two, and I I don't think most twenty two year olds twenty two year olds. Are, uh, aligned with nature. Yeah. I really like
1: nature, and I like the idea of being aligned with it. And, like, as I'm learning more about, like, horoscopes and, um, like, astrology, and even, like, botany, <laughs> it's really interesting to me, too, to, like, kind of read up on, like, how the moon, like, impacts us and, like, the pull that it has on, like, for one thing, tides and for us to be water it would make sense that maybe our emotions are heightened during that time of, like, a full moon or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just interesting. Or if you're a
0: werewolf. Arr, arr, do my kids Team howl taken. in class, and I don't know what to do about it.
1: <laughs> you got to tell them that they're, you got to put the moon away. Sorry, human time.
0: <laughs> that might be kind of a fun Transition back I to like human. don't like being like, guys, can you stop that? But it's one of those things where it gets too loud. Like, yeah. when you have 18 kids howling... In a small classroom. It's not, not managed for that. yeah. <laughs> but I'm never, I never just want to be like, stop. Yeah, stop so maybe it. I'd be like, oh, all my werewolves, it's time to be here. The moon again. is down.
1: The moon is down. The moon sun is, down. is out. The sun is
0: up. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Anyways. Oh my God. Well,
1: I don't know. I think for me, it's easier to be connected to nature when it's not the summertime because I don't like the heat very much. Um, What's the heat? I hate it. But like yesterday, I was at the lake and like straight up for like, probably a good like seven minutes was I had like worked out a way on this float to be to just like be floating in the water mm-hmm. and like my ears were a little bit submerged but it was fine but I was like holding on to a rope I so I was like close to the boat I wasn't floating away because my favorite feeling in the whole world is to float mm-hmm. like you know those memes were like sex is cool but have you ever tried what, floating. It's seriously, I've had dreams about it where I'm just floating You've and it's like farting? the greatest. I've never farted before. Never. Really? mm You
0: just smell like that all the time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. It's my favorite. I pharaohs. like I really
0: I think we've both always really loved being in water. I love it. Because we would spend the almost like an entire day swimming. And I could still do that. We swim for oh, yeah. a long time Friday night. And I just oh, yeah. like love to float. I don't I think I ha- I have very um, high expectations of myself. <laughs> but in that sense I never feel like I'm truly aligned with nature because there is just so much of like not nature in my life that I can't get yeah. rid of yeah um if that even makes sense yeah it's hard like I, I don't know what what does like, it mean like aligned with nature I know I'll literally sit in my room and stare at my wall with nothing and hope's just like no
1: to me when you're I hear that, that phrase
0: things, <laughs> right like staring at a wall
1: <laughs> I spend a lot of time inside like on a screen but like when I think of aligned with nature I think of like like when you're a kid and you experience the earth and you feel the grass like when's the last time you just sat outside and like ran your hands through the grass and you're really like feeling that sense of like the earth or like just the way the wind feels when it like just pushes your skin or pushes your skin what I don't know, or, like, feeling rain or, like, the smell of rain, and you, you know when a storm is rain. coming. Well, we
0: got rained on a few days ago at the pool. It's nice. And it was, like, cold. Oh, it was so You're nice. You're feeling, though. That's I, what I think of. Especially since we moved, and I knew this was going to happen, because it takes me a long time to adjust to new places. Mm-hmm. I just have not felt like I haven't wanted to go outside because this area we're in is so new to me mm-hmm. and, like, very different to me than our last place, we're like. Finally, at the end of two years last year, I was pretty comfortable with where we lived. Now I'm experiencing that whole new thing of, like, my room is my safe place right now. Yeah. Because, like, when we lived at our old place, it started to move away from that and, like, that area far west. We can say that now. Mm -hmm. Far west was, like, my safe space. And I could walk around a lot of far west and feel fine. Yeah. I don't feel that way here. I only feel that safeness in our apartment. Yeah. And I need to, like, shift my balance. My uh, frame of mind about like where my safety lies in like our new apartment. Hey, we can start taking walks around the complex. Just start slow. We did it yesterday because I got really mad at Harvey. (sighs) I took a walk, and everyone was looking at me because I was barefoot, and I was—I probably looked mad. She was aligned with nature. I was for once. (laughs) I was aligned with nature when I was angry. When you were, we and we lived not very far from a park. Yeah, and there's a lot of walking trails
1: around, and like, there's a neighborhood right over there. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I like to walk around neighborhoods.
0: I do, too. I I don't know. I'm just, like, not adjusted. And, like, working full-time and moving gave me less time to adjust to our new space. Yeah. Like, our apartment definitely feels more homey. But, like, it still feels foreign. Yeah. And, like, a little different. It takes time. And maybe it, it still time. smells like cigarettes.
1: I don't I'm smell confirmed? it anymore. I
0: don't either. But I wouldn't believe us. Yeah. But your friend said it didn't. Interesting. Remember I asked yeah i was like do you smell it could be because all
1: like well more of our furniture's in here now so it smells more like us and then like we have so many candles and scented things just like everywhere Mm -hmm. so it probably smells like litter oh scoby's dookie Mm. pee
0: pee poop (sighs) in the tub amazing i really feel like these are probably the scents that now define our lives poop in the tub that should be our podcast Poop poop
1: in the tub oh my god But yeah I don't know I I would love to like be more naturey and like appreciate it more because every time I like hang out outside for a while I feel so much better and like recharged I miss
0: those hammocks man yeah I don't have hammocks here I guess I could just go sit by the pool in my full clothes and read
1: I have a hammock that you're welcome to use anytime True. I would like to sit on the balcony more, but it's just so hot right now, and, and we I just get, like, don't do well with the Direct sunlight on our body. it's oh, not yeah. just
0: like a little. It's like you stand out there for a minute and you're they're like sweating. hot.
1: Our plants are like hidden behind our door outside. Yeah, they're all like
0: burning to death. <laughs> yeah, literally. But we do have
1: a lot of plants hanging up inside now. That just right,
0: reminded me. Mean, I don't see why I shouldn't go buy more plants now. We seemingly do have enough space for plants. You should go buy so more. Plants. I'm gonna go buy more plants like today. Today. <laughs> know about today that's like a hard i like to bring harvey along to buy plants yeah because like you he's like yeah i get it mm-hmm. he's not like no you don't need that plant i'm like no i do need this plant right now yeah and like two or three of my plants didn't quite survive the move like they yeah. just struggled a little too much or yeah. they got burnt mm-hmm. so now i want to go buy more and i haven't been back to our like OG nursery in Yeah. once. Oh
1: my god, I miss it. I wonder how they're doing it. I'm sure they're doing fine. I miss it so plants. much. I think there's like more nurseries over here. I want to explore them. Yeah. But nothing compares to Shoal Creek Nursery. Shoal
0: Creek. That's our nursery. If yeah. you're wondering, go. Go. Support. I probably have like $50 in credits there because I spend a lot of used to spend a lot of money there oh yeah in the good old days live pretty close to like a Lowe's you could probably just go to that Lowe's yeah I actually looked at their plants last time I was there Lowe's yeah they really had some cool ones but like it doesn't feel the same Mm -hmm. like I want to support a smaller nursery yeah Small Creek's not that small but
1: it's still like it's still they're like self-made though it's like different I don't know I also real quick speaking of which he just texted me want to give a shout out to Stefan McCarter for winning his first oh. ever, 7 McGarner.
0: Don't recognize the name.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'll set you up with a Zoom call later for him. Can he won his first ever meets. Diamond League meet. Google Teams? Yes, Google sure. Teams. Sure. Um, so, shout out Stefan. That's so, so exciting. He's out in, like, Europe right now. Just did we
0: even... The dream. Like, the last time we were on here, I don't think we even knew he was going to the Olympics, did we? I
1: don't think so. I, I don't know. Yeah, really he went to the Olympics. About. Now he's doing the Diamond League stuff. Wild. Um, he's out there just being an athlete, mm-hmm. thriving.
0: I just can't wait to tell people that um, someone who went to the Olympics is taking me to breakfast. He <laughs>
1: right. you now he owes you breakfast big time. Big time
0: breakfast owing. Oh, Think Those of all the Lego rides. sets you can buy now.
1: Right? Oh God! Don't tell him that.
0: Oh. 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 <laughs> um.
1: Anyways, I feel like that's all I have to say. We're, like, straight on an hour. I'll get
0: my list out of things I wanted to talk about. (laughs) Um, Turtles. Can we just take a minute to talk about turtles? (laughs) Save the turtles. Uh, God, what is going on, though? What? Let's just do a quick recap of the summer. Because no one but us really knows what happened, and it's really scary. What happened? What did happen during the summer? You got Mm -hmm. a job.
1: I got a job. We moved. We moved.
0: Lindsay repeats everything I say. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like, just, like, smaller things. Like, I read a few books over the summer. Oh, yeah. I read The Hour of the Witch mm-hmm. by Chris Boholian. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. It was one of those things where Google recommended it to me, and by golly, they got me. By For once, golly. I said, all right, Google. Fine. Yeah, all right, I'll try it. Because I really and? just love. How was it? What are you looking I'm looking at my books. Also, oh my god, wait! I had a ghost moment a few days ago. Oh, I know you're gonna be like, "Oh, how did you not tell me about this?" Here, in my car. Is it Amy
1: Winehouse?
0: (laughs) No. So I was. Oh, see another thing, and I think it has to do with this. I had like an episode of Vertigo a few weeks ago, and I've been hello, hello,
1: oh oh, yeah. I I don't know if it's Oya or Ola. I I usually alternate between them.
0: Um, A few weeks ago, I had a vertigo episode at work, Uh, self diagnosed. I don't know if that's really what it was. Not to mention
1: that she drove me to school that morning.
0: (laughs) I felt fine in the car. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually getting, I was starting to feel like it though when I was rocking on your rocking chair earlier. But that might have just been nausea.
1: That's terrifying, bro. And you, the
0: night before that, I maybe also had vertigo or very, very strange, like uh, sleep paralysis, which I have been known to have. Not as recently, though. That was kind of the most recent one, if that's what it was. Okay. If you're still following this story, I really appreciate you sticking around because I don't know what I'm saying. We'll just keep going with it. And I was
1: it'll find its way
0: anyways i had vertigo at work i was fine it was before the kids got there it went away after about 25 minutes um i just kind of like sat at my desk and was just like what's going on because i've never had vertigo yeah so i was like wow i'm just really dizzy and everything feels wrong (sighs) right what a feeling to have before 18 (laughs) kids come talk to you about their day that's usually how i feel once they get in the room (laughs) just like a constant episode of vertigo (laughs) <laughs> you two just playing in the background. <laughs> what is it? Hello, hello. hello. Hola.
1: <laughs> There's Bono singing his heart out on the screen.
0: Yeah, love it. But I was driving home two nights ago, the same night I saw that plane really close to the ground. Mm, UFO
1: encounter? really
0: just weird night, I guess. I always have weird feelings experiences driving to and from my brother's house. And I think it's because it's a very monotonous drive and that's just, like my mind just wanders while i'm driving but i'm a safe driver all state can you imagine if we were a sponsor for all state i don't even think i'd say yes because i've heard they're not that good really i don't know my parents have all state and they're like yeah they just kind of suck <laughs> they have told me well when there you get... goes our
1: first ever sponsor <laughs>
0: sorry not sorry all state we are not in good hands they they said when you like go off and get your own insurance please try your best to go local because it's, like, it's probably family owned. Oh. You're actually supporting a family in their lives. Not a big company. Yeah. And because you're supporting their actual lives. They want to help you. Mm-hmm. They're not these big companies with all this money to fall back on. They it care can be about like, no, either. we're not going to cover that. Sorry yeah. that you're dying. We actually
1: need to keep your business. So we'll, we'll be decent. Right? Like a
0: Prince Family Paper Company. You exactly know, what I was vibe. thinking of. Anyways. <laughs> I was driving home two nights ago. See, I remember what I was saying. And I go to change my stereo, dude, and I saw another hand from the passenger seat go and change it before me. I know. I don't know how – I think it's because I came home and no one else was home. Like, Harvey was working, you were at the lake house. So I just, like, didn't – and I was just like, whoa. And then I had thoughts of that scene from – Uh blind manor? Uh, manor but not blind manor hill house hill house you know the car scene mm-hmm. and i was just like wow that was and then like i looked over and there was obviously no one there and it was just very strange that's so creepy and i i don't know why i didn't tell anyone i think i just and then i came home and what dishes. did the hand look like it was just like a pale hand it looked womanly to me but like mm-hmm. so did they actually change it I think I, like pulled away and then nothing happened so then I did change it. Yeah, I know, right? I I always forget that I've like low key been haunted my whole life and then like out of nowhere I'm like, oh yeah, I have this really hand as a child. (laughs) I've talked about I've talked about that other one on here, Mm -hmm. right? The hand throwing socks. And that was not just I someone else witnessed that. Same memory as me. So
1: What's creepy okay. about that is that it was in your house that no one's lived in before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just, like, that always freaks me out when people, because, like, if someone else lived there before, it makes a little bit of sense. Like, oh, someone maybe died there.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: it's, no one's been there before, it's no, like, where no. did you come from?
0: I don't know. Where? Hey, maybe that was my grandpa's hand in the car. It was his car before me. Aww. And my sister. And my sister's not dead. That's so cute. Yeah, I was haunted. I was going somewhere else before I, I remembered that part of my story. But I don't remember what it was. Yeah, wait. What was oh, that? I love Puritan. <laughs> I love, like, Puritan stories. <laughs> I love historical fiction. I do, too. I know. And Lindsay came out of nowhere with that one. Yeah. I would have never in my life thought you liked this. Like, it just seems like not you. But you know? I don't
1: like it. We like different like eras.
0: Yeah, I really like like Puritan era, like just got to like, America. Seventeenth century, eighteenth century. The miniaturist is like fourteenth century and I yeah. loved that book. Like, I like thinking of a tattoo to get for it. Like oh, it was really? just like one of my favorites. I like the like
1: captainess part of it. Like he's a captain and he's all weathered by the sea and mm-hmm. the sun. I like oh, that. that um, lots of twists in that book, I will say. It was a good I know, book, right? Some big surprises where you're like, "Oh, what?"
0: That was one of those ones that had a little bit of sex in it, but I appreciated it because it was in the context of it was
1: important to the plot,
0: right? It wasn't just like, "Oh my God, here's a sex. filler." Yeah, it was like Puritan sex, the rules. This is how it works. Yeah, like, breaking them, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah." But the Hour of the Witch is about. Like a lady, a Puritan woman, and like this whole witch thing, but it was very realistic. It was, there was no actual like paranormal, you know, occult stuff involved. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was really just like someone thinks she's a witch, or like she thinks someone's a witch, that whole thing. Yeah. Which is what I really liked about it. The ending was okay, it was a little too happy for me. I don't like happy endings. I really don't. You're a realist. I'm a realist. (laughs) But I, I like a good like ending where I'm like, dang, that sucks. Mm-hmm. That was good.
1: I'm trying to think like, you... what's the best book I read over the summer? I say you probably
0: read like eight times as many books as I read. Yeah, did. but
1: none of them really struck me as like amazing. Like, I really enjoyed the book Educated. So mm-hmm. I think I actually talked about maybe. I
0: think you did.
1: I don't know. That was like in June when I read it. Did we
0: record in June? I think we recorded what, the episode where we fought.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I recently read The Family Upstairs, which was actually like a pretty good thriller
0: mm-hmm. because
1: I feel like nowadays a lot of contemporary thrillers just kind of, they're just kind of disappointing. The mark. Like the guest list I read, I was like.
0: Was that a thriller? Mm-hmm. I saw that one everywhere.
1: It, I, it's Lucy Folly. It's, I was like, what? I was like, I don't know. It was just like, I don't really know how to explain what was wrong with it. It just really felt like it was missing a lot. Mm -hmm. to it but like the family upstairs was like it was not like it was like a super long book but the way that the author was able to like build up this whole backstory and like the bulk of all this and like back and forth and all this crazy stuff and a lot of a lot of twists in that one it was like a page turner like oh my gosh I just need to know what's happening and it wasn't corny or anything Mm -hmm. which I appreciate yeah every now and then there's room for a corny book for sure Alaska hey i like that book
0: i think i still have your copy of it wait really i've been looking for it i think i do it's probably at home like on a bookshelf i told my mom when i come home i'm stealing some more books because she has all my baby mouse uh comics and yeah. my kids love comic books yeah. which i love that that's like a new thing oh dude like, graphic
1: novels are so we popular. actually
0: tell kids that like graphic novels that's reading it is. and it's also so accessible to kids because they can sit and look at the pictures yep. And, they can and there's piece a lot to get from them mm-hmm. versus like other books where like the pictures are really nice but they they're not as much the story as like in a graphic novel yeah
1: it's just like an accessory to it
0: i'm gonna bring in the cardboard kingdom one of my kids wants more um dogman books and i'm huh. like i don't own any and like i'll ask a parent to donate some but i do have some kids mm-hmm. graphic novels at home so you bring those in mm-hmm. but um yeah, book update. What I'm reading Troublemakers now, which we already talked about. That one mm-hmm. is just one of those ones where you're like, I'm doing everything wrong. Yeah. I'm a bad teacher. It's hard with those. <laughs> it's nice to have the theory in your mind.
1: And then, like, maybe as you're, like, in class teaching, you can be like, oh, I remember this. Let me see if I can just try it out mm-hmm. real quick. Or tweak what I'm doing a little bit to be more, like, skewed towards this way. Yeah. I don't know. I'm reading Love and Logic and then Race of Aces, which is a World War II pilot book. I really like World War II books, surprisingly.
0: She does. Because I'm not a big history buff. Mm, I love a good little, little chunk of history in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I Interesting. I feel like I could have been, a his, like, a historian. At some point. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to, like, well, work in like, a museum and, like, be, like, a curator. But that's just, like, you know what? That's not another life. That could be what I do one day. That's I could right. go into that. You I need could. to stop thinking that whatever I'm doing right now is, like, what i'm doing forever yeah because i don't think that's true
1: yeah don't be the thing that holds yourself back
0: mm-hmm. like i always think about people who i like, went and got another degree at like 44 and now they're doing that job
1: yep Just like today i was talking on the phone with my mom and i was like y'all they're gonna get a dog and i was like she's always sad when like all her kids leave and like they take their dogs and she's like it's so lonely I'm like, well, if you had your own dog, it might help a little bit. You'll have the dog still. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. But then she's like, well, but this. And it's just, we should just wait. And I'm like, no, you should just do it now. Do it. Be spontaneous. Go do, do it. Do it. Freaking do it. It's like this morning. Banda. After I made my budget, I was like, you know, I do have a little left over for a tattoo. I was like, I could go get one. Yeah, you could. <sighs> so I'll probably be looking at those. Oh, I was looking at tattoos I on
0: Friday. Mm-hmm. I i like have to sit and think about it for a lot longer than you do i think though, for me i'm just like i need to ruminate on this for one month i can't book it for three months after that like that's my style of getting tattoos i
1: can't i'm such a rash decision maker like oh gotta do this now
0: i'm not i'm like rash in a different way like i'm spontaneous enough to get a tattoo Mm -hmm. but i'm not spontaneous enough to of my own accord go get it if you were just like let's go get this tattoo today like okay Like, I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't be like, hey, Lindsay, let's go get this tattoo. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but we should get a matching tattoo. Oh, I thought we were. Or, like, do you want, like, matching tattoos or, like, tattoos of a similar vein? You
1: know what I mean? I don't know. We'll have to talk about it.
0: Because I was thinking, like, just a big old penis. (laughs) Just a very veiny... penis. (laughs) Ew. With, like, a mustache. I
1: actually was thinking about getting, like, maybe a Godzilla across my back. Are
0: you trying to steal my boyfriend? Because you know he likes Godzilla. Really? Yes. I didn't know that he felt that way about it. Like, I knew maybe he liked it. For our first anniversary, I got him a Godzilla piggy bank. I didn't know that. I have to show it to you. I wonder if it still works. probably needs batteries. Oh, my God. I've also been... Um. Very slowly working on a Godzilla sculpture for him for about five years.
1: Wow. Does he know about it? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. Harvey, don't listen to this.
1: Harvey, don't listen. I like. I'm also
0: in that like. I really want a tattoo right now. Kind of. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my arms are so empty. <laughs> my three big tattoos are so empty. I, I really. I need, I need to. to uh, with this arm. I need to go into the forearm. And yeah, I do too, about it. and I've been I'm very sensitive about it. at my forearms. I could do bicep, but I don't know if I'm ready for that. I've got, but all of mine are like almost on my bicep.
1: I've just heard biceps really hurt, and I'm I've been trying to tattoo all the spots that don't hurt, and I'm running out of space, and it's like, don't be a wuss, I didn't go know get that. one,
0: huh? I didn't know that's what you're doing.
1: It's just kind of like not super intentional but just kind of like what's ended up happening
0: i've gone the exact opposite i start yeah. with my side, mm-hmm. and then my bicep, my inner my most inner bicep and mm-hmm. then less bicep and then just
1: like, and all the tattoos i've gotten so far are, like size. so quick anyways it's like oh, i can get one in a painful spot it'll be over soon yeah like they don't really require shading although the more i move into them i think i will go more detailed and yeah you know. this
0: This one took, what, four hours? That was a long tattoo. It was almost all shading, which I thought hurt less. Interesting. But there were points when she was tattooing me where I was like, this reached a point of pain where it doesn't hurt because it was so much pain. Do you know what I mean? Like, it got, like, I, I never, like, winced or, like, anything, like... Which, if you do, that's fine. Okay? This whole, like, She's condescending you. That person can really take a tattoo. They're literally putting a needle in you. Yeah. It does hurt. I'm not saying my tattoos didn't hurt. Yeah. But um, I also accidentally slipped my uh, ankle open as a child. So, maybe I just don't feel pain anymore. I don't know. But when she started getting to the inner part and she was shading, which has, like, 70 needles on it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I can feel that one. Mm -mm. And then, the longer she did it, I was like... It stopped because I think my body was just like, no, I don't care anymore. Yeah. But it stung so much when she was, like, it was, like, burning, you know? Yeah. So much. I don't know. She said
1: she was 12. She said she was 12. (laughs) I think for me, it's not so much the actual pain. It's the anticipation with, like, being anxious about that. Yeah. Because I don't like needles, but then, like, I'll go get a tattoo and I'm like, oh, like, I'm less nervous... Or, like, tattoos to me are less painful than, like, having blood work done.
0: Less painful? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you find there's more pain in getting blood drawn? Or, like, it's just a worse experience?
1: I don't know, because, like, the tattoos I've had really just have not been painful. Hmm. But, like, with the blood work, it's like, the needle's got to go in a lot further.
0: That's true. I guess tattoos are very shallow.
1: For sure, the experience of getting blood work done is much worse.
0: Yeah, they like, can't look when I have I to get lay down. Done. Which,
1: if you have a like a history of fainting when getting blood work done, laying down helps a lot in my experience. So you might want to try that.
0: Getting a little sugar shot after usually helps my brother. Juice. So like, give him a cup of apple juice when he's done to like spike his blood sugar so that he doesn't pass out.
1: Yeah, it's not fun.
0: No, yeah, I can't imagine. I literally can't. I've never passed out. I <sighs> hope I... I've gotten very nauseous, but I never get like pass out feelings
1: i think i've passed out like three times i
0: pass out every day when i get home from work (laughs) Uh, i just passed out Uh, okay okay. (laughs) me just being absolutely heartless all right as if i care i'm gonna go take a nap now i'm gonna pass out too (laughs) um
1: you don't hear me complaining about it i have
0: now decided i do not want my sleeves to just be sleeves i actually would like chest tattoos yes I don't yes, know what's going on here. You just... We evolve. My parents are probably like...
1: It'll be know. okay.
0: they will be alright. They're at that point now where they're just like, okay. And they don't, like, hate them. They're not like, I can't believe you got that. They're just like, okay.
1: Oh, yeah, same.
0: Not my thing. For time. me,
1: I think I'm, for right now, committed to my right arm being my tattoo arm. And mm-hmm. that's where all my tattoos are.
0: I mean, I only want, like, all of this. covered. <laughs> I don't know, I just, I like the idea of having, like, chest tattoos. Mm I
1: don't know. Hey, that's the beauty of it, is that we each get to get our tattoos wherever we want them.
0: I have no desire to have any leg tattoos, I know that much.
1: I think the only other other place I might get them is, like, my ribs. Mm -hmm. Not really my back, not really, I don't really want my Chest. chest, but, like, maybe my ribs, but maybe.
0: Yeah, that one on my side was by far the most, like... I don't know if painful is the right word, just, like, weird. Yeah. Like, feeling your entire body vibrating. Like, that was very strange. Yeah. I prayed the Hail Mary the whole time I got that tattoo. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Because i never got a tattoo before, and I was, like, 18, and it was some random guy. And I was just like, this is weird. And I was like, I'm just going to pray. <laughs> but it didn't hurt. No. I would argue that one was the least painful when i've gotten interesting and i think most people would say that's not true
1: <laughs> yeah people say the ribs hurt a lot
0: when i told my last tattoo artist like my first tattoo was on my side she was like wow really and i was like yeah i didn't know it was supposed to be like one it's of the worst places too. to go mm-hmm. and she was like that's interesting and i was like yeah i didn't it was very weird it's just a very weird feeling tattoos are a very weird feeling yeah. it's a weird concept That we'll sit there and let someone inject ink into our skin. To
1: stay on our skin forever.
0: Right. That's a commitment.
1: And you pay a lot of money for it. You
0: do. And like it's also someone's job Mm -hmm. to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. Very interesting. It
1: is. It's cool.
0: Welcome to Tattoo Talks.
1: Tattoo Corner, yeah. (laughs) We're hoping Lindsay
0: just talk about tattoos for two hours every week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. People would listen.
0: Wouldn't it be great to actually record like every other week?
1: It would be. Maybe (gasps) that could be our goal.
0: It should be. It should be at <laughs> It's hard, man. I think I get so stuck in routines beyond structure, which is good for you. I get stuck. And I'm like, I work this time to this time. I don't have time for anything else. That's mm-hmm. my biggest issue. I think that's why I have a hard time connecting to nature. is Because I don't feel like I can do it during the week because I'm so stuck in what I need to do for work Mm -hmm. that when I get home it's just like recover mode like just recover as best you can wake up the next day and do the same thing yeah I'm really trying to move out of that habit of I'm not like overwhelmed with work in a sense that I come home and I'm just like I can't do anything Mm -hmm. you know like there's too much to do it's more just like there's a lot to do Yeah, and I feel like I just need to sit but I never connect to nature in that way
1: well also connecting to nature could be a form of recover mode
0: i know i think well one by the time we get home especially now that it's almost going to be winter it's gonna be dark out when we get home from work like yeah. almost
1: i'm um, just excited for the cold though i love the cold
0: i like the cold too i i mean on friday when i got up early i definitely felt there's nothing like being awake when everyone else is asleep it's uh, such a nice I like being room. a night owl i know well so you have all this time to yourself it's just hard to do that when you have to get up at like six
1: exactly i miss being a night owl I really do. The hardest part so far for
0: teaching is my sleep schedule. I know. I didn't get up to like, 9.30 today. Yeah. Which is, like, not late, but, like, compared to getting up at 6, it feels late.
1: Yeah. I think I got up around 8, which is very early for me. Mm -hmm. I like getting up early, but I really like staying up late more. I can't anymore.
0: I think I'm the same. I think because I'm not used to getting up early... I enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. When I do do it, like, it's a little more, like, almost luxurious to get up early.
1: Because it's nice to feel productive and to see how much you can actually do in the morning. hmm
0: And I don't have issues. If I want to stay up late, I don't typically have issues making myself stay up late. I just do. Yeah. Versus, like, after getting up early, I have to, over, like, a week kind of train myself and then I get used to it. This could be my week because I got up yeah. early on Friday. Yeah. You know. hmm I heard a cat outside. I think they're telling us it's time to wrap up. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our wow. one and a half hour um, special. About us Our Maury special. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, We don't have any animals right now to talk about, but I could probably do a little bit of work on that. and We'll find one, yeah. Put that in the description. I am, this might even kind of be news to you, not really, still trying to work on making some money on the side i am now gonna start custom painting shoes oh yeah so if you have anything um preferably like something with really good reference photos because mm-hmm. i can paint things when i can see exactly what she's you she's very good
1: at anime shoe painting
0: yes uh you can just hit up my etsy and message me or you honestly you could email our uh what is it uncommon thoughts at uncommon thoughts podcast pod.
1: just pod isn't it
0: Oh my god, I don't know.
1: Is it Pod? I think it? it's Pod. We'll look it up and we'll put it in the description. Yeah, but though. you can
0: like email us or you can um, message me on Etsy and I will custom paint you a pair of shoes. I
1: might have to hit you up. Yeah,
0: um, cause uh, just want to make sure I'm still developing that creative side of my skills. My kids yeah. have seen some of my paintings and they tell me how great they are and I'm like, God, yeah, I know. I need Thank to like you. get back to that. Thank you. So, yeah, is and then start so selling to their parents just, I don't know, keep your eyes out for some more changes in the podcast, I guess. Yeah. Stay on our Instagram. We'll be posting on there still. We'll get back on there. Check it out. And you know what? It's okay that we took that long break. It's okay. Because Sometimes humans you need, need it. need breaks.
1: Yeah, so don't be too hard on yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah Lindsay, for any break that
1: yourself. you
0: need. Especially if it's a Kit Kat. Mm. Break me off a piece of Kit Kat. Break me off a piece of that. What does he say in the (laughs) office? Oh my gosh. Yes all right I, y'all thank you thank you if you like were a listener and you were genuinely wondering where we were like we appreciate you caring <laughs> about seriously. us seriously me so um, much i know yeah we did i apologize that we were not here to like record for you but like i did really enjoy my time off from literally doing anything yes so. it's very very nice but we will hopefully no we will we will see you soon yes okay we will, we will be back before now september is it. over Ooh. I thought you were going for a high. You Set your
1: high. intentions this these couple days with the full moon too. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>